Coming up this week on the podcast, Dr. D answers some holiday pet questions as we get close to the big day. Another holiday foodie roundup for you. I've got Glenner's holiday decorating tips. Maria discusses cheesy pickup lines. We'll play the Hallmark drinking game. Some nerd news and yes or BS with the mayor. Oh, it's a good one this week. From the cabin in Crapper Creek on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. All right, I'm not sure if I shared this with all of you yet, but uh, I haven't, you know, our insane cat Wilson, I've brought up many times on this podcast. Uh, we had no idea what we were going to do for Christmas. We were quite frightened because Christmas tree and Wilson, horrible mix. So I created a cat proof Christmas tree. A weekend, so far, so good. It's a big metal pole wrapped in uh, all kinds of garland and lights, encased in a uh, clear, hard plastic casing. With the Christmas tree on top. So there's basically three and a half feet of just this before you even get to the tree. He can't reach it. Success. Tree one, Wilson zero, I win. Because I know how to decorate. I'm a decorating fool, man. But a lot of folks do it wrong. That's why I want to throw down some uh, holiday tips just for you if you're into it. As far as decorating your home goes. Glenners, top tips for decorating your home for Christmas. Planning on uh, putting up the Christmas decorations this weekend, maybe? If so, take a minute. You want to check my list. Make sure you're doing it right. Uh, here's a quick one. Remember that arranging the lights on your roof to say F2020, it's going to look awesome. Might break some local ordinance rules. Right? Check with the HOA. Uh, rem- and also, instead of a Christmas tree, just stack up all the empty Bourbon bottles you've emptied all year. Use those for a tree. Did you know a vase made of hundreds of tiny candy canes is a really great way to tell others I'm creative and I'm really, really lonely. Please visit me. And since they're pretty much legal everywhere, I think uh, this Christmas we all leave Santa some milk and edibles. You know he'd like it much more. Instead of throwing out your burned-out Christmas tree lights, stick them under your shirt for a pair of festive holiday nipples. And really, uh, don't stress about your lack, uh, that you lack the space to really display all your decorations, because really nobody wants to visit your house anyway. What are you doing? You could build, like, an entire Manhattan playset. Just using your empty Amazon Prime boxes. Remember this one. This is important. Eggnog, extension ladders, do not mix. And make sure to leave consent forms, signed consent forms under the mistletoe. Sad, but that's where we are now, folks. In fact, just get rid of the whole damn thing. No, don't do the mistletoe. It's just asking for a lawsuit or hashtag me too or... You being shamed somehow on social media. Just get rid of it. You also want to try, this is important, try to uh, uh, avoid uh, hanging your ornaments on the tree with your erection. Trust me on that. Now, if you can only afford a small tree, make it look bigger by populating your home with dwarves. It'll make it look big. And finally, your final tip for decorating the house. Really, just keep it all packed away till next year. Nobody gives a crap this year anyway. Just 
wait. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. I got some stuff that I, as a man, cannot really answer scientifically. Oh, there are so many things you, as a man, cannot really answer. So let's start there. Wow. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Uh, don't get me going. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, here. So here we are. Uh, the first thing is, is during this last year, it's been really weird. We don't go out as much as we used to, and most po- sure. most people don't. Well, yeah. So there's a new survey that asked women when they've actually put on makeup since this quarantine started. I mean, the full thing. And here's the top 10 situations. Uh, virtual bar crawls with friends. I don't think we've done that. We've done some virtual stuff with friends, just chatting, but I don't think you put on makeup for it. No, no, I don't care that much. Video meetings at work, you don't do. No. Virtual happy hours with the office, you don't do. Video calls with friends, we've done them, but you don't put on makeup for them. I do fix my hair. Okay, yeah, I guess there's something, sure. Yeah, you don't. we don't want to look like total slobs, you know. (laughs) Or don't wear my pajamas to the grocery store, anyway. Right, it's a good thing you put your shirt on for it. Um, (laughs) Let's see, having a a drink at a bar, indoors or outdoors. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I do. Going on a date. Well, obviously, if we go out on a date, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Going to the store to run errands. I wear, um, I, you wear the mask, though. I don't care. Right. Well, what about, <laughs> like, uh, eyeliner and stuff? Because, you know, women I in know. masks are so sexy and uh, with, like, eyeliner I, and lashes. The <laughs> glasses totally destroy that. Then you can't even see my eyes. So that's, that's true. That's you got glasses. Too, so you put the glasses, a hat, and a mask on, and you ain't going to do nothing. Right. Uh, going to a restaurant. And so, so, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. we've done that, too. Uh, in-person social distancing, hanging out with friends. I don't, we don't do that. Well, we have. Well, we've gotten together yeah, in small well, groups. I know, but it's such a small group that we hang out with that, that yeah, I, I don't think that really applies to us. All right, so now we move on, because this is a whole different area. But, again, I need to know if this is, I need a, a female point of view on this. Obviously, on that one, you know, makeup, what do I know? So, uh <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, here's, I'm asking this question. Do bad pickup lines ever work? If you think back, did a bad pickup line ever work on you? I probably wouldn't have known the difference back then. I was a pretty stupid kid. <laughs> well, 55% of Americans wish uh, they were outlawed, but one in three say, yeah, cheesy pickup lines actually worked on them before. Women are more likely to have success with them than men. Well, yeah, but a woman, you can say any, you don't even need a pickup line. What was your pickup line? Oh, that's right. I, I was the one with the pickup line. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. And did I buy it? <laughs> I think um, I did. You did. Yeah, you took me to breakfast. I know, but you again, <laughs> it was Halloween. You were a woman dressed in a hot caveman outfit. You could have you could have been a, a mute and I would have Oh, yeah, again, you're a man. That's what I'm saying. You guys are so simplistic. What Women don't need pickup lines. I don't even understand that part of this question. That's <laughs> that's crap. But anyway, so That's so sad. Uh so, cute little puppies. So, oh, so cute little all right. puppies. Okay, then. <laughs> Here are the 10 most cringeworthy pickup lines according to the poll. Number 10. Are you a magician? Because when I look at you, everything disappears. Oh, my God. You can't say it like that. You're going to say it differently. Okay, hold on. My name's Microsoft. Can I crash at your place tonight? Bada boom. <laughs> right. Now, if you were a nerd, that would do it, right? But, of course, nerds don't have sex. So who cares? Here yeah. We- <laughs> Uh, are you a time traveler? Because I can see you in my future. Oh, that's a bad one. You yeah. don't think that would work well? Not at all. 
You must be tired because you've been running through my mind all night. Oh, I've had that one used on me before. He was a stupid drunk in a bar. I didn't give him the time of day. (laughs) Boom. All right. So number seven is off the list. Mm -hmm. I must be in a museum because you're a work of art. Oh, see that one? That might work. Uh, that's pretty what do you good. Think? That's a pretty good one. I it's mean, how you say they're it. They're calling you a work of art. It, it's how you say it, though, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to, because again, you can't say, I must be in a museum because you're a work of art. See, well, that I don't know, work. even. No, that might work even that way, too. Wow, I said that Try is, your cheesy first one. Try I, your cheesy I said, first one. I said, I, I, said, uh, <laughs> I, I said it as creepy as I possibly could. I oh, know. Here's another one. <clears throat> Feel my shirt. Do you think it's made of boyfriend material? Oh. That's cute, but I don't know that if I would, you know, jump into bed with you. (laughs) (laughs) Feel my shirt. They just want you to feel your chest. Yeah, okay. Uh, Touch me. Touch me. (laughs) There's something wrong with my phone. It doesn't have your number in it. All right, that's kind of cute. I like that one. That's kind of cute. I like that one. That's a good icebreaker. Uh, Do you like raisins? Well, how do you feel about a date? Aww. See, that one's uh, that one's all right. Yeah, yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Number two, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. That's stupid. Right. That's the kind of thing a hick says to her, you know. Right, right. <laughs> I got my, here's the number one cheesy uh, pickup line. I got my library card, so now I'm checking you out. Now that one's really bad. Uh, that's creepy. But that's, a, but, actually, that's number one for a reason. There. Yeah, yeah. But a couple of those would actually work. Yeah, I would think so. Well, I'm, sure. I mean, you were easy back then. All right. So there we go. <laughs> Not so easy now, am I? <laughs> 30 years later. Touche, madam. Touche. <laughs> Had a little computer issues out here in the cabin. I don't have the best Wi-Fi out here. Let's just say that. You know, we're trying to stream live, and I got to send the signal back to the studio so they can see. It's just, uh, and you know how it is talking with tech support. Luckily, ours is local, and it's our own guy, but even then, I mean, when you call tech support, right, you, you hope they can solve your problem. However, they may be reluctant to help if you utter anything from our list of top questions you probably shouldn't ask your tech support. Number one, yeah, are the steady hours and decent paycheck worth never getting laid? (laughs) See, they don't. (laughs) Did you take a phone job because you're too unattractive for the Apple store? Have you seen the people at the Apple store? Uh, Where's my laptop's VHS slot? How come I can't find the any key? Now, here's one you should probably never... Ask your tech support guy. Uh, would you touch a woman's boob if it meant you could never watch another episode of Farscape? Oh, I wonder what they would ponder on that one. Yeah, any idea how to fix a mouse that's completely caked over with Vaseline? Yeah, I'm asking for a friend. What's the best laptop to use when I'm not wearing pants? Are you as sexy from Jake as Jake from State Farm? <laughs> and finally, here's one. And here's the one I know you've wanted to ask tech support. Uh yeah. When you get that thing up and running, is there any way you can just uh, wipe my search history without looking at it? Please? Is that uh, possible? Maybe? No? Okay. <laughs> 
In a never-ever-ending attempt to make us feel better about ourselves and our own lives, I present to you another edition of Fuck My Life. Oh, some people have it so much worse. Stop your bitching. Your life is okay. All right. Do you got food in your belly? Do you got uh, water, clean drinking water, and a roof over your head? You got it better off than most, so shut the fuck up. Of course, sometimes our life feels a little uh, strained. Nowadays, I get it. I get it. We all get it. All right? You know, the fucking COVID thing and everything else. So by doing this, it kind of relieves our own tension by just having fun with the worries of others. So here we go with another fun rendition of Fuck My Life. Whoa! Get right to it. Today, I found out there's three strands of very coarse hair beside my nipple. I'm going swimming tomorrow and I want to look good in my bikini. So I decided to cut them off with scissors. In the attempt to cut off the third strand, I instead cut off the very tip of my left nipple. Fuck my life. Today I was petting my cat. I went down to kiss his head with my eyes closed, felt different. I turned around and he had turned around and I ended up kissing his butthole. Fuck my life. (laughs) Oh, today my girlfriend and I got busted by the cops. We were having sex in a a car in in a dark parking lot near the beach. And if that wasn't bad enough, as I'm trying to talk my way out of the ticket, one of the cops peeks into the car window with his flashlight, and I hear my girlfriend awkwardly giggle. (laughs) Hi, Daddy. Oh, fuck my life. (laughs) Today I got bitched at by some old lady in a Walmart for not wearing my mask. I always wear my mask. I took it down for two seconds for one reason. To use my inhaler. I was having an asthma attack. She still bitched at me. Fuck my life. Fuck her life. Now, here's a good one. This comes from a mom. Today, having my nine-year-old son help me find the TV remote, we're searching my bedroom when all of a sudden my son says, look, mom, it's right there. I turn around and he's pointing at the remote sitting on the bed, but he's pointing at it using my vibrator like a teacher pointing at a blackboard with a pointer. Fuck my life. Today, I saw an elderly man fall in a crosswalk, so I jumped off my bike to help. As I helped him across, the light turned green, and I had to stand there and watch across six lanes as somebody stole my bike. Fuck my life. (laughs) See, your life isn't that bad, right? Now you're going, wow, okay. And finally, here's one more for you. Uh, Today, my boss called me into his office. He wanted to show me a website of a potential business partner before our trip. When he began to type in the word Virginia into Google, it auto-completed the search from his recent search history for virgin boys. And yes, I have to go on a business trip with him tomorrow. Did I mention I'm a young man that he had just hired? Fuck my life. There you go. Don't say I didn't warn you. Now it's time to get some pet info. And to do that, of course, we go to Dr. D. Thornell. You may know, of course, from uh, the hit TV show. And that would be Dr. D, Alaska Vet, or from right here in Alaska at Animal House Veterinary Hospital, as uh, she's 
Now, uh, she's with us now, usually neutering. If you remember the show, she was always flying out to some, uh, uh, you know, rural village, uh, Indian or Eskimo village somewhere. Yeah, to... Not anymore with COVID. Right. I know you can't do that with the COVID because you used to go out and snip all the dogs and uh, neuter them. So what's happening this year with all these pets in the villages? Well, you know, we're going to have a probably an explosion of uh, those COVID puppies. Oh, that's too bad. Darn it. Yeah. Mm. All right, uh, anyway, let's start the show. We usually do pet questions, and these are going to be holiday-related pet questions, but I have to start with this. Normally, we uh, talk to her earlier uh, uh, in the program, except I get this text, and it says, um, sorry, running late, had anal gland abscess. I don't <laughs> think I've ever had that particular text. <laughs> I, I don't know, boys and girls, how many times have you started your day and you're running late and it's all because of got an, an abscess anal gland. I know. That just sounds like the absolute worst way to start your day. What the hell? I know. You <sighs> know, leave it to dogs. They have anal glands. Wouldn't oh. it be funny if people did? No, it wouldn't be funny at all. <laughs> no. No, not at all. And that's got to just be a, uh, it's got to smell like a skunk or something when you, ah. Well, anal glands are skunk scent glands, basically a little vestigial skunk scent glands that dogs and cats have. And usually they, they're in between anal, the anal muscles. And when they poo, they go ahead and, you know, put their little scent on their poo pile so that Fifi's poo, poo smells like that or whatever. So once in a while, the duck gets blocked. Oh. And the bacteria kind of get in there, and oh, okay. it's, yeah, right. next thing you know, you got an abscess. Okay. Well, like I'm just going to pass on breakfast, I guess. Here we go. Uh, all right, I, I'm trying to move on from that, if, if that's okay. Here's what I got, though. Uh, now, with the holidays around the corner, a lot of folks have pets. Now, you may have seen my Wilson-proof Christmas tree, which, incidentally, going into week number two, is working. Yay. Yes. It's, uh, he can't get near it. It's been awesome. He stares at it. He's tried, but he can't get near it. It's wonderful. Give, give his kitty brain just a few more days. He'll figure it out. No, I don't think he will. I think I've got him. I've got him this time. We should start like one of those, um, instead of an advent calendar, it's like when will Wilson oh, figure like out a how pole. to... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, we'll a get a little, maybe we'll get a little board going and see. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's get to this. Uh, besides our Wilson-proof Christmas tree, of course, there's other things that uh, good and bad for pets during the holidays. And they had a list, and I, I'm going to read them, and you just tell us why it's bad. First, let's start off with the holiday plant, the poinsettia. Well, poinsettias have a chemical in them that makes them vomit bad. And mostly animals won't eat them too much, but cats are, you know, inquisitive and bored and they well chew on things and they, and even Deffenbachia are another plant that they chew on and it'll make them, their, you know, throat swell and things. I've never had a pet die from a poinsettia, but boy, they can get sick. All right. So if you like the poinsettia, go with the fake ones. They look just like the real thing and you yeah. can just pull it out every year. Okay. Next one is uh, turkey and chicken bones. A lot of that comes from the holidays. Well, more importantly is what's it connected to the turkey and chicken bones, which is the meat. A lot of people want to go ahead and feed their cats and dogs, especially dogs, you know, all the drippings from the turkeys and stuff like that. And what happens is the pancreas is not happy when that happens. The bones can go ahead and actually perforate the um, intestinal tract. They can cause a terrible gastroenteritis. So if you want to really sp spoil your um, uh, evening, have diarrhea plastered all over your bed. Um, so that's one thing that can happen with chicken and turkey bones. The other thing, like I say, is the pancreas goes ahead and gets crazy, and they can actually get pancreatitis, which is a very fatal 
kind of thing. The pancreas actually releases enzymes before they get into the gut wall and into, yeah. inside the bowel, okay. and it auto-digests itself. All right, now, are there, are there bones you can give dogs from food? Is there food-related bones you can give a dog without issue? Now, I always see, I've gotten my dog the really big, huge, like two-foot-long caveman bone, and he chews the heck out of that and loves it. Okay, so this is where I'm going to back up now. You have the same kind of teeth as your dog. So if he's going to chew on it, I want you to chew on it, and I want to hear what happens when you go to the dentist and say, yeah, you know, I broke a tooth, because that's what I see with bones. All bones, their teeth are just like ours. They slab fracture, the biggest tooth in their mouth. It's way in the back, and then we have to pull it. So you're saying no bones. I don't like bones. All right, I mean, there we go. You know, we have other things that they can chew on. I don't mind the huge rawhides. I like to be there when I let them chew on the rawhides so that I, if they start to gag on it, you know, you take it away if it gets too small. Um, the Nyla bones are actually pretty firm. Uh, they got the Kongs. You put a treat in them. You know, do something that's interactive. You can get a milk carton or, you know, one of the plastic gallons, poke it full of holes and put some dog food in it. Let your dog carry that around and play with it. All right. Beautiful. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could go ahead and no do. No bones. All right, I'm done. Well, I good. Did, you got to be one. careful with them. Right. You know, I don't mind taking your money to have to remove a tooth, but, you know. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, let's go to this one. This one's pretty obvious, and that would be ribbon string tinsel in particular. I remember pulling some tinsel out of my cat's butt once. You're lucky it came out because yeah. it's called uh, a wire saw. A little glob of it gets in the stomach, and then the string goes through the bowel. And the bowel, because the way it works, it goes up and down, and and it goes back and forth. And that action on that tinsel or string actually causes what they call a linear foreign body and will actually cut right through the right. whole edge of Ugh. the bowel. Okay. Not, All right, not let's good. go to one more then. Chemical snow melt that people put out on their, on their walkways. There are some that are pet-friendly. All right, so you can't. So if you're going to put snow melt on your walk, look for the stuff that's pet friendly. Yeah, or if you want your cat to go ahead and use a litter box outside, use cat litter. Yeah, there you go. And then throw the cat outside and say, hey, there it is. <laughs> Great, and then your cat's crapping <laughs> right there it in goes the ahead. Yeah, and you know, cat poop is pretty, um, you don't slip on it when it's frozen too much. Oh, but yeah, Lord. just okay. kidding. You know yeah. what? We're just going to end just, right here. <laughs> We're going to get you uh, back to your, uh, uh, you know, draining the uh, anal glands. And we'll get back to doing what we do. That's the one and only Dr. D from Animal House Veterinary Hospital. Have a great day out there. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Yeah. All right. Man, I don't know about you, but I'm just hungry right now. Stomach's been growling. Apparently just tequila isn't enough. Tequila and white bread. Apparently you need more substance. You know what I could use? A foodie roundup. You hungry? Yeah! Yeah! We start with Burger King in Japan, where they have released a one-pound burger, but it doesn't have a bun. No, you know what it is? It's two patties on top, two patties on bottom, condiments in the middle. No bun. Okay. (laughs) It's like a diet burger. Doing the keto diet. There you go. Ah! Elsewhere, a guy in Australia charged with drunk driving after he ate a whole bunch of rum candies. Yeah. Speaking of alcohol, this feels like it'll be uh, go well. About as well as Taco Bell tried to open up in Mexico. Foster's beer... 
which uses the slogan Australian for beer. It's marketed around uh, hardcore, but laid-back Australian beer drinker culture isn't really sold in Australia. And now they're gonna. Foster's originally did come from Australia, but that was in 1888. By the 70s, it became far more popular in the U.S. and the U.K. and Europe. Fell off the map in Australia, so they're bringing it back. Hey, how's this? Sure, your family really hates your chocolate chip and radish cookies, but hey, the world needs to know about them. The people from Reynolds Wrap are holding a contest where you can submit your original cookie recipe that uses, quote, unexpected or wacky ingredients. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling my friends over at... All right, if you guys are listening to good titrations, I don't think that's what they're talking about when they say unexpected or wacky. Well, sativa's kind of wacky. Ready to sell that beautiful, luscious beard? We mentioned this last week. McDonald's had a deal where you could uh, show a photo of you with your shaved beard, and they'll give you a free McRib. All right. A French chef just broke the Guinness World Record for making a 12-inch pizza using... 254 different cheeses. Oh, my wife just exploded. She loved that. That's right up her alley. Oreo released a line of merchandise we mentioned last week, but unfortunately the best item was a candle that smells like Oreos is out of stock, so you're stuck with what? A, I don't know, some kind of handbag shaped like an Oreo cookie? Who cares about that? Also last week we mentioned... According to a new study out of the University of Birmingham in England, drinking hot chocolate can make you smarter because of the flavanols. Make your brain work faster. Oh, yeah. Add a little peppermint schnapps. Your brain's going overtime. And they uh, finally have uh, a most accurate Thanksgiving food ranking. Number 10, mac and cheese, green beans, gravy, sweet peas, scalloped potatoes, ham at five, bread or rolls at four, stuffing at three, mashed potatoes at two, turkey at one. But uh, what about non-traditional in different parts of the country? In the Northeast, fruit salad is bigger. Beans and rice and broccoli also big. In the South, it's turnips or turnip greens, collard greens, broccoli casserole. In the Midwest, it's all about the deviled eggs. Uh, they're more likely to serve chicken at Thanksgiving and more likely to serve jello. And out West, it's about tamales. Glazed carrots were next up. And of course, way out West... More likely to serve tofu on Thanksgiving? That would be California. Just say it. California. Don't say out west. Just say it. Finally. Look, Americans may not agree on everything, but hey, we can agree on this. There's no finer cuisine in the world than jalapeno poppers. A new study asked 2,000 Americans which country has the best food. And the winner? America. We like our America. Our big gulps. Our French toast. Whatever. The rest, let's see, number two, we like Italy, France, China. Really? Uh, well, Chinese food. Greece, Mexico, Colombia, India, Japan, and Brazil. It's a foodie roundup. Damn, I'm hungry. The fearless leader on the phone with us, the mayor of this good city, well, the good city next to us here in Crapper Creek, that would be Fairbanks, Alaska. That would be Mayor Jim Matherly with us once again to wrap up the week. Mayor, how are you, sir? 
This Jimmy Takeover. Yeah, yeah, let this Jimmy Takeover. Good. Oh, look at that segue. See, how come I missed that? Okay. <laughs> As you know, we bring the mayor in here for one reason and one reason and only. Well, uh, that to get free stuff from the city. But also, anything we can do to knock down our rent here at the radio station, we'll do. We're not above uh, bribery. Uh, that's for no. sure. Very uh, true. Right now, it's time to play Yes or BS. And we've got a holiday twist to it today. You ready for this? Perfect, yeah. Here we go. Hold on a second. And now it's time for Yes! 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 Or BS! I know! Endless cycle of bullshit. All right, uh, here's the deal, and it's pretty cool because it was on this day, 1969, 51 years ago, Frosty the Snowman first aired. Oh, love that one. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. Anyway, uh, so really, Frosty the Snowman is the topic for Yes or BS this week. It's all about Frosty. I hope I don't bomb on this one. Right, well, it's about a snowman. <laughs> Christ, man. How hard could it be? How hard could it be? <laughs> don't put that kind of pressure on yourself, for Christ's sake. Here we go. There's right, your first it. question. The Frosty the All Snowman right. TV special is actually older than the song. Um, gosh, I love that question. That's a, was it written specifically for the cartoon, right? Or did it come out prior to that? I'd say no. It came out the same time as the cartoon. So the answer is no. The answer is no. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, uh, you're correct. The the animated cartoon is based on the song. Gene Autry released the song in 1950, one year after he did Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. As a matter of fact, he did both of those. So, boy, uh, Gene Autry cleaned up on the Christmas stuff that year. All right, here's your next question. Uh, In the cartoon, Frosty becomes a normal snowman whenever his scarf blows off. Yes or no, BS? That's false. That's false. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It's the hat. It's the hat. There you go. It's look at that. Hat. That was the that was the caveat. That was the follow-up. So you nailed the follow-up. It was the hat when his hat falls off. Yeah. All right. Uh here's your third question. It aired on TV every single year since it debuted. Every year it's aired. Now, wouldn't it be terrible if there was like one year it didn't but for the sake of argument i'm going to put yes because i watched it every year yeah there we go yeah three for three it's aired on cbs every year since 69 the longest uh, continuously running tv special to air on the same network in u.s history wow the same network that's pretty cool same network same show none no special has ever done that uh the others charlie brown they've jumped all over the place i think they're on pbs for god's sake now so the (laughs) <laughs> That's ruined. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's your next one. The animation was done in Japan. <laughs> Frosted well, the Rake American classic. I was going to say that's Rake and Bass. As far as I'm concerned, the, the cartoon company. I think that's what it is. And as far as Rake and Bass was American, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say that's a no. Oh, you were so close to going four for four. No, um, a company called Mushi Production did all the animation in Tokyo for Frosty the Snowman. Wow, I didn't know that. Right. Here's your last one. There's actually all a right. character named Karen in it. <laughs> it's a bad year to be named Karen, I can tell you that Well, right this, now. Was, this was 1969, so I don't know about then. But uh, yeah, there's well, a character named Karen Karen, Kathy, there's a lot of those old, you know what? I don't even know all the characters. And so I'm going to take a stab and say, yeah, there's probably. All right, there we go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, one of the kids who build Frosty. Her line was originally done by June Foray, of course, does so much great work, who also did. uh, Well, yeah, no, June Foray was the voice of Rocky, the flying squirrel. Oh, I didn't know that. I was kind of laughing. Oh, no, she did the voice for the original Cindy Lou from The Grinch. 
Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, June Foray was a big cartoon voiceover uh, artist. Uh, she apparently sounded too old, though, so they had to, they had a, a kid re-record the lines. So, yeah, she she didn't pull it off. But, yeah, Karen. I love hanging with you. I learn new stuff all the time. There was, yeah, all this stuff that really does nothing for you in life. That's, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing in my head that is going to advance my career in any way, shape, or form other than what I'm doing right here. So there you hey, go. Hey, it's nothing. Cartoon trivia gets us through a lot of a lot of bad times, Eric Glenn. Don't worry. It certainly does. That's it our illustrious does. mayor, Jim Matherly, from the city of Thank Fairbanks. You. Joining us in the cabin once again. For another just rousing rendition of Yes or BS, you stuck the landing today, four out of five. Look at you. Not bad. You know your snowmen. There you go. Oh, oh, right. oh, thank you. We'll do her again, Mayor. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> well, that was fun. Uh, we'll have some more holiday humor fun next week as we get ready for Christmas. We'll talk uh, masks and mandates, vaccines, and all kinds of holiday humor. That's next week on the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Catch me on the radio live, xrock959.com, Monday through Friday. On YouTube as well, Glen Entertainment, And, of course, follow us on Facebook and on Twitter, live from Crapper Creek. Until next week, we'll talk again. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.